0: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. When it comes to sports performance... We talk about three types of goals to help us achieve our desired outcomes. And those three types of goals are process, performance, and outcome. Unfortunately, people far too often only set that outcome goal, and that's problematic. Now, we can and should utilize This same type of strategy, goal-setting strategy to achieve other things, including weight loss. And so I have adapted them in my own way to help you do that. But first, let me clarify what they are. Again, started with sports performance, essentially. But we can extrapolate them out. I would argue really well, the way I've done it to help you achieve your goals if that goal is weight loss as it is for so many people. And so I'm going to read, you're going to hear me pick up the book, flip through it from my sports psychology concepts and applications textbook back from uh, when I got my master's. This is the fifth edition, so it's older. <laughs> I'm sure there's more since. But the information is is still good. All right. it's It's still what it is. And I'm just going to read verbatim real quick. Outcome goals, performance, and process. So outcome goals focus on the outcomes of sporting events and usually involve some sort of interpersonal comparison. A typical outcome goal might be to win a basketball game, place first in a volleyball tournament, defeat an opponent in tennis, or finish the season with a winning record. It is very typical for coaches to speak in terms of the number of wins they hope to have in a particular season. Outcome goals. Performance goals specify an end product of performance that will be achieved by the athlete relatively independently of other performers and the team. A typical performance goal for an individual athlete might be to strike out seven batters, score 25 points in a basketball game, serve five aces in a tennis match, or get 15 kills in a volleyball game. Intuitively, athletes and coaches should prefer performance goals to outcome goals for two fundamental reasons. First, if performance goals are accomplished, there's a good possibility that outcome goals will also be accomplished. Second, personal satisfaction can be realized from the achievement of performance goals, even if the outcome goals remain unfulfilled. Really important, okay? And that applies to exercise and weight loss. Let me say it one more time. Personal satisfaction can be realized from the achievement of performance goals even if, and I would say not yet. You know, if the outcome goals haven't yet been achieved when it's weight loss, remain unfulfilled. And finally, process goals. Focus on specific behaviors exhibited throughout a performance. So important when it comes to weight loss and a exercise and, and a wellness plan, right? And our performance is the plan, right? Focus on specific behaviors exhibited throughout a performance. For a weight loss goal, the performance is the time frame. A typical process goal for an athlete might be to keep the left elbow straight while executing a golf drive, to keep the elbow down and wrist firm in the tennis backhand, or to focus on the spiker and not the ball in volleyball blocking. Each of these behaviors reflects proper and effective technique for executing a specific athletic task. If the athlete is successful in setting and meeting process goals, improved performance and outcome goals should be the result. All right, putting the book away. Do you understand the connection now? What's the difference in the three goals? The main difference is how much control we have over them. We have much more control, almost total control over the process goals, a little less over performance, and significantly less over the outcome goals. Let me give you one more quick example to clarify it, and then I'm going to break it down for weight loss. Okay, if you're a runner, right, and your goal is to run a sub four hour marathon, that's your outcome goal. The end result I want to run a marathon under four hours. All right. Now, Your performance goals would be things that are going to be measurable and help you achieve that outcome goal. So a performance goal might be to run a marathon in an hour and 50 minutes. You know, there is math that you double your half marathon time, add 10 or 15 minutes, should roughly be around there. And there are charts you can use as well. You could have a specific 5K time as well, 10K time, things like that. Now the process goals are improving your performance. So these are things like run with a higher cadence, you know, increased foot strikes. It may be to decrease the rotation, your arm swing, to relax your shoulders, okay? Those are things that you can't really fail at doing. To improve how you run is going to improve your performance goals And hopefully, ultimately, your outcome goals. But your outcome goals, you have so much less control over. It may be 98 degrees on race day when you're trying to run that sub four. And I've talked about this. I've been there myself and pacing clients. And we had to change our outcome goals. We don't have to change our process goals. Maybe add a few new ones like, you know, stop at every aid station and ice down a a bandana and hold on to that, put it around your neck and things like that, but it's still going to remain the same. Higher cadence, less arm swing. And so process goals, performance goals, outcome goals are so important, not just to sports performance, but again, we can adapt them for weight loss and for getting healthier. All right? So I've adapted, kind of simplified them And actually, if you look at a bunch of the articles on these three types of goals, I would argue process goals and performance goals, they get kind of muddied for obvious reasons. And so I'm just going to simplify them out for your goal of weight loss. And so when it comes to weight loss, we've got an exercise component. Yes. And we have a nutrition component. You need both. You need both. All right. So I'm doing it like this. Process goals for our purposes are first steps. Performance goals are the strategy and the habits you're going to adopt. And the outcome goals are the desired results. And you can literally and should make a chart, three columns, process, performance, outcome. All right. So what are examples? Well, Process goals for your nutrition, your diet plan. Bring food to work. Prepare food ahead of time. Maybe join something like Weight Watchers, a group, some kind of support group. Maybe it's to sign up for a home food delivery system for a certain amount of time. Maybe you're going to buy some cookbooks to help you prepare the foods you need. Maybe you see a nutritionist. Get started that way. Sit down, figure out certain things, right? The performance goals for your nutrition plan are things such as lose one to two pounds per week. Eat a certain number of meals per day if that's going to be your strategy. It's one I've used. Eat five to six medium-sized meals a day. Maybe it's to eat every three hours, which would tie into that five to six meals per day. Things like I've talked about in prior podcasts, eat a certain number of grams of protein per day, right about half your body weight, plus or minus, in grams. Maybe drink a certain amount of water per day, same formula, roughly half your body weight in ounces per day, plus or minus. And maybe it's things like eat breakfast every day, eat a salad for lunch every day, one salad at least, Try to do that. Now you see how your process goals, they're going to get you started. Your performance goals are the habits, the behaviors. And then the outcome goals are, yes, lose X number of pounds. But I want you to throw in those other ones I've talked about. Attain a certain body fat percentage. Maybe lower your blood pressure. Maybe lower your triglycerides. Maybe get off certain medications. Those are outcome goals as well. But now you see how you can create those three columns and should. What are you going to do? What are those first steps? And then what are those measurable performance goals? One to two pounds a week towards your larger weight loss goal. All right? When you put those process goals into play, when you put the performance goals into play consistently, you can't not make changes to your outcome goals. You can't not hit them. If you do it, if you set those outcome goals correctly, and if you do your performance goals consistently. All right? And then finally, with the exercise component, Process goals, first steps, what would those be? Buy some exercise equipment, maybe for the house. Maybe buy a fitness tracker. Maybe join a gym. Maybe join a walking club, a running club. Again, community, just like Weight Watchers type thing, if that's something that works for you or you're interested in. There's power in community. Maybe like a nutritionist, maybe you hire a personal trainer for a certain number of sessions. Subscribe to this show. That is a phenomenal first step. And maybe you sign up for a charity event. That could also be your outcome goal. Walk a 5K. Bike a 100K or a 50K. Some athletic themed event with a charity component. So powerful as an outcome goal. What are the performance goals? So straightforward. You're going to exercise a certain number of times per week. One of the most powerful performance goals when you're trying to get healthy and lose weight. And you could break it down even further. Get a certain number of minutes of cardio per week. Per week. And in my book, Beat the Gym, I give you a number. I say, you know what? Make it to start. I know that we have certain guidelines that are given by different governmental organizations. But let's say your body weight in minutes. If you're 200 pounds, 200 minutes. If you're 150 pounds, 150 minutes of cardio. Any way you want to break it up. 20 minutes one day, 30 minutes the next, an hour the next. And as you lose weight, you can pull back on the cardio a little bit and maybe spend more time strength training. Great way to do it. A couple other performance goals. Walk more total steps each week. And instead of saying you're going to hit 10,000 a day, as I said in a prior podcast, how about a couple hundred steps more per day? And you try. Some days you won't do it. And this is a good way to take that whole week into account, see what you do, see what your average is right now. How many steps are you walking per day? And if you're now walking 3,000, well then, let's do that math, 3,000 times 7 21,000 steps per week. Let's say we're going to hit 23,000 or 24,000 and start breaking it up that way. Incremental changes over time. Okay? Another great performance goal for your exercise. We'll throw it in. Listen to the show. <laughs> three times per week. Every show I do three a week. It's another great goal. It's going to help you towards your goal. Going to get some great information, great tips that you can put into play right away. All right, what are the outcome goals? Yes, weight loss is there, but it's not. That's more on your diet side. It's connected. But for your outcome goals, I want things like do 10 pull-ups, if that's something you've always wanted to do. Do a 60-second plank if you, ha- if you can't hold a plank for a minute, and that's super challenging. Maybe it is to run a marathon or a half-marathon. Maybe it's to run your first 5K or walk your first 5K or do 30 push ups or do that 100K bike ride for charity. Or maybe it's to swim a mile nonstop or one lap of the pool nonstop. Make a chart with these three columns process, performance, outcome. Again, I'm loosely adapting them, but you understand what I'm getting at here. First steps, then behavior change. And then the outcome goals. And those outcome goals for exercise, I want those. The ultimate, it's actually, you could throw it as a fourth type of category for the weight loss. But the outcome goals for exercise is not the weight loss per se. It will come, I promise, if you do all of these things. This is what I did with my clients. All of my clients, when I was a trainer years ago, we did these three types of columns. But that third column for exercise is so important. And that's what we, we would break down. What did they want to do? Oh, 10 chin-ups or 10 pull-ups. And as you work towards those outcome goals with exercise and with nutrition, your diet plan, when you start to implement those over time and you have something to shoot for and to measure... And that doesn't change your life drastically and is actually fun and motivating because all of a sudden you go, oh, you know what? I can do two chin-ups this week. Three weeks ago, I couldn't do half a one. Or I am hitting three workouts per week. I am hitting my protein intake per day and it will never be perfect, but you don't need perfect to see results. And so this is what a coach would do for you. This is what a great coach would do. Sit down, break it down, give you a plan that you can follow, that you can measure, that does work for you. That's why I give you so many different options. But this is how you do it. And it's not torture. It's not deprivation. And it's not focusing on what you're not doing. Did you notice that? There's nowhere in here I talked about cutting things out or doing something you don't want to do. No. It's focusing on achieving things, building that self-efficacy over time. Eating enough protein, drinking enough water. We hear it all the time. You read it all the time. But you need to put it into a plan for you. And you don't have to do and shouldn't do all of these things at once. That's how you fall off is when you try to do too much at once. But these things all complement one another getting the protein in, getting the water in, doing a certain number of workouts per week, measuring your progress each week with the one to two pounds maybe of weight loss. And that is the number, people, for most people. One to two pounds per week, 50 to 100 pounds a year. And I am not just all about weight loss, as you know, if you've listened to just a handful of my shows already, but it's part of being healthy. And it's what so many of you want. And it's doable for every single one of you if you follow this type of plan. All right. Fit tip. Using all three types of goals to lose weight. I'm taking the sports psychology, the sports approach to hitting our goals, and we're breaking it down and making it work for us for weight loss. Tom H. Fit is Instagram and Twitter. Follow me, ask questions through direct messages. Love to hear from you. Love to hear from your progress too. Tom H. Fit, Instagram and Twitter. You can go to fitnessdisrupted.com. Email me through the site. Thank you for listening. So many great interviews coming up. Great guests coming up. Uh, Let me know any topics you want covered as well. Shoot me a direct message and let me know. I have a new listener mailbag show coming up from those questions as well. Subscribe, follow, whatever way you can connect to the show. As I said, this is part of your plan. I will help you get there. That is my goal, to help you live your best life, to stop you from listening and following the bad information. You know, when people say they don't have enough time to exercise, you don't have enough time to exercise and follow plans that don't work. If you don't have enough time to exercise, you surely don't have enough time to waste on bad information and bad programs and bad people. So thank you for listening. Because we control three things. How much we move, what we put into our mouths, and our attitudes. And that's awesome. I'm Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist, and lover of everything fitness. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.